This video is brought to you by Black Moon Games. Check out their products at shop-black-moon.com. Hawkeye, the series just premiered on Disney Plus uh, last week with the first two two episodes. I think the first two episodes uh, aired, and it made me realize that I don't think we've done like a superhero themed episode where we talk about our favorite superhero themed games. Um, it's board games, tabletop games, RPGs, miniature games, just just all sorts of uh, superhero games because there's a whole bunch out there. Um, there's a whole bunch that are not very good, uh, because they're mass market, but, uh, some of them are actually pretty good and some of them I enjoy quite a bit. So, uh, I figured we'll talk a little bit about superhero themed tabletop games this week. So stick around. It is episode 126, our favorite superhero themed games. Hey everyone, welcome to the Chaotic Goodcast, our weekly geeky roundtable. I'm your host, Doug Shute, and with me are my fellow casters, the one and only from, a major, from ageofnight.com, I almost pointed the wrong way, <laughs> Amanda Call. Hello. Amanda, thanks for joining us this week. Yeah. You're the fill-in Barney, I guess. I am. I don't think she qualifies as a fill-in. She's no, kind she's of her own person. Yeah, she's her own. <laughs> she's, she's Sorry, not, I can't. She's not the Barney substitute. I can't supply dad jokes like Barney. I, I just can't. But she's something that we value. Yeah, that's that's quite all right. That's quite all right. And of course, our Geek of the North, the one and only Jason Hunt. It's going to be a super time. We're going to have some pow and bamp and... Oof. I almost had a background that was like smash, pow, bang, all behind me and everything, but I couldn't get it the right size for my background, so I couldn't use it. <laughs> uh, I'll uh, I'll remind folks that uh, speaking of your background, I'll remind folks that if you'd like to join us every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube and Twitch and Facebook, that's uh, where we are. we are right now. Yeah, right now you can join us every every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern live and be a part of the chat, just like. Ron, Ron's Ron. Us and says, "Hey everyone, this is a topic I'm watching with great interest. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate that." Van de Beest is joining us, and he's got the uh, got the uh, Higgins, <gasps> got the Higgins eight hundred two. Yeah, those, those <laughs> emojis going on. And little uh, baby Yoda. O'Neill, O'Neill Flynn. Thank you so much. Uh, and Aaron has joined us. Hello, Aaron. And of course, let's not forget Hungry Ewok as always, and Calor. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, about superhero-themed games. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a lot. If you've got something that you're excited about or that you prefer, let us know in the chat. We'll be glad to... Uh, they have been already. Yeah, yeah. They, there's some great uh, great suggestions already, and uh, we'll, we'll bring those up in just, just a moment here. Uh, yeah, uh, Ben's not with us tonight, so we're going to skip his segment entirely. Um, just remind folks to, uh, you know, it's, I know it's cyber Monday as we're recording right now. Uh, so there are a lot of great deals online. Um, but I'm going to tell are you, that, there are they though? really great? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've seen a few that I've almost pulled the trigger on, but then I'm just like, you know what? Nah. The only, the only thing I bought today was stickers from an independent artist who had her stickers on sale today. Nice. Well, that's, that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. I, I will say and, that all the independent artists I know are running great 
great sales. So those are the sales you're going to get the most value out of too. Honestly, I feel like this is just a lead into Amanda plugging her online web store. Amanda, what's the? I don't have an online web store. You don't have an online web store? No. No. No, I don't. Wow. See, I hadn't. I had never established one because typically I was at so many events in person that it was like I never have any stock. I barely ever have stock enough to get to the next event. Yeah, obviously that hasn't been as much of a thing lately. But then there was all of the other um, surviving the last year and a half that has happened. So no, I don't currently have an online. So so you just you just bought the Hexatoes stickers that were on sale this. Oh, oh no. Oh. Today, right? No, thank you. No, no there, thank you. there are no stickers. There aren't. The people don't even look. Oh, don't oh. even, don't you, Please. don't there even Google don't. it. There Please could don't. be. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I bought some really cute stickers from an artist named uh, Lindsay Bryan. Um, nice. she's, the, she's the one who, if you saw going viral the last two years in a row now, or two or three years in a row now, uh, the person who made the big cardboard frog and toad head costumes. Oh. Yeah, she's the artist who did those. And really? She, yeah, that's how I discovered her. But she did like a whole little mini cool. comic about how she made the frog and toad head, frog and toad heads. <laughs> that's and, really cool. Uh, this print behind me is one of hers. I've bought of the the swan with the books on its head. I've bought yes. a lot of her artwork. It's all really cute and charming. And she had a bunch of stickers on sale today. So, who I mean, doesn't love a good sticker? I I love stickers. I'm looking forward to them. One Absolutely. of them is of a frog with a giant pencil, and one is a caterpillar crawling across a set of watercolors. They're very cute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, looks like uh, we've got uh, Ben. Ben is not joining us uh, on on the the visual part and on the audio part of this podcast, but he is actually in the chat right now, and he says, uh, "Show me the money." And I can I can run that uh, clip if if you want, but uh, we? we won't. No, Must okay. be, yes. We're going to save that for Ben. It seems wrong to do it without Ben actually here to groan visibly. Right. Uh, let's see here. Cal says, Cal, speaking of, of uh, Cyber Monday deals, Cal says, uh, I picked up a set of Warlock tiles in the Dune Sourcebook. I love the oh, Dune nice. RPG, by the way. that That's a great... Uh, uh, it's a great RPG from Modiphius, and uh, it's really well done. And it's probably my most favorite 2D20 uh, version of uh, of their RPGs. Modi's books are always quality. Um, did, did you call them Modi? Yeah. I just I I, I refuse to say Modiphius. It sounds stupid. <laughs> Even more than Modi. Modi sounds easier. Modi. But I mean, have you ever tried to type Modiphius? It's a lot of owls. It is a lot it's of owls. Um, but yeah, their book true. quality is amazing. I just got the NS card master edition and the Viking death squad, uh, releases yeah. from Runehammer, and they are amazing. The, the page, they, the, the binding is amazing. The covers are amazing. The, the individual page layout is just spot on. It's, ah, everybody should be taking a page of their book. Mind you, they Please. have buckets of money too. So yeah, yeah, they've got, uh, they do, they do some high quality stuff. That's for sure. Uh, Cal uh, picking up uh, Warlock tiles. That's something that uh, I thought figured I'd see those on sale quite a bit. This on on this. Uh, Where did you get those, Cal? Did you get them on Amazon or somewhere else? Why? Why you guys? Why you gotta plug Amazon there? I'm not. I'm just asking. Wow. I made a face. I would not buy them from Amazon myself. Wow. Oh, let's see here. 
Very, we got a lot. Of, Chad is very active tonight. Thank you guys. Yeah, Wait a minute. What are, you, what, are you, what are you trying to say, Wave Man? Are you not happy to see me back? It's <laughs> <That laughs> like I see Jason very, is back. In, in a very uh, oddly confrontational I, way. I'm, I, I'm, ass, I'm assuming you meant that as in the assassins have failed. I see. <laughs> right. Ah, good, good, good man, Cal. You bought a local Cal. comic store. Oh, nice. nice We're yeah. proud of you. Mucho very, approvals. Very, very true. Um. One thing I'll, I'll remind folks that if you enjoy this podcast and you enjoy being a part of the community that uh, joins us every Monday night, or if you enjoy the the, the audio podcast, uh, please make sure to hit that like button down below and hit the you know the follows wherever you can. It definitely helps qu quite a bit, and we we appreciate everybody that that joins us uh, and and is part of uh, these these Monday night sessions. I, I love these Monday night sessions. I know it's become kind of a you know we, we started this as like a podcast thing, but it's actually kind of like this big group you know collaborative you know session that it doesn't feel like a show it just feels like a whole bunch of you know people just getting together and talking about various it's because things. none of us are professional <laughs> right right i mean that's, I mean, that's fine that's fine that, might uh, that would be the week before that would be the uh wave man i was here last week but not the week before that yeah because uh yeah you were busy at work i think it was yeah or, no uh, yeah, you're, yeah it was your anniversary it was uh Nope, Monday wasn't an anniversary. Wait, was it? Yes, actually, that we did stuff that night because we were both busy the next day. Nice, nice. Very good. Hi. All right, now that we've talked about Jason's personal life enough, uh, let's uh, let's talk uh, about our featured content, and that is, of course, superhero games that we are favorites. Let's roll that high def graphic. Superhero games that we are favorites. Our favorite superhero game. Sorry, jeez, English it's, much? It's one of those days. It's been a long day, Jason. <laughs> and now, our feature presentation. Never gets old. The VHS hub just does violence to my eardrums it's every so time. It's so good. It's so good. Like I feel like everybody that watches this episode or listens and watches this uh, the show. Like they, they just get taken back in time to, you know, a simpler time when, you know, you had to be kind and rewind. I actually had a, one of those mechanical rewinders, man. I felt like such a pro. <laughs> like, Look at me go. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, Hawkeye uh, debuted on Disney Plus uh, last week yeah. and right, right, right before the holidays. And and I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. The, the first two episodes, I'm, I'm very excited. They ended the second uh, the second episode on, on a cliffhanger. And I believe from the rumors that I've been reading online is we're going to have some major, major spoilers and major reveals uh, during that series. So I'm, I'm excited for it. It got me thinking, I don't think we've talked a whole lot about superhero themed games you know, as as a podcast, really. as a podcast topic. So, you know, I, there are a few that I'm really uh, fond of. Uh, there are some that I'm not really fond of. <gasps> we can talk about that as well. Um, How but, dare you uh, not love every single superhero? Well, game. of course, with with big IPs like this, like with DC and Marvel and everything. <laughs> what is see, what? What? He said big IPs. Big IPs. No. Big. Big. Oh, big IPs. IP. Okay, oh, Roger that. Okay. So I swear to God, it sounded like he said he sounded like he said big IPs. I was like, is this a black IPs thing? What? Oh, oh my God! <laughs> With big IPs like Marvel and DC, 
of course you're going to get a lot of mass market junk that uh, is appealing. To <laughs> that you, is that is unavo- unavoidably true. Yeah. Um, but there are some really great, especially the last probably two or three years, we've seen some really great um, tabletop games, and and there have there have been some really good uh, RPGs that have been out over the years as well. That uh, of course you know RPGs aren't quite as mass market as, as, uh, as tabletop games and board games. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about some, some of the games that, that we enjoy. Uh, let's talk about. Wow. Board games first. I, I was trying say, to think either board games I know or you were trying to think. <laughs> I was trying to think either board games or miniatures games. Cause there's two, there's two like games that, that I kind of want to talk about a little bit as far as, as far as that's concerned. Um, yeah, let's talk about our, our superhero board games. And let us know in the chat if there's any superhero board games that uh, that you uh, prefer and, and that you uh, like to get to your to your table. Uh, Jason, are there any? I'll let you. Oh no, let me go. Let's let Amanda go first. Amanda, please, because I have no idea. Look, I didn't know we were going to do it this way. Okay, you don't, <laughs> you don't let us prepare properly for this. So I had brought. I had brought. For I had selections for for two RPGs. Okay. One that I had, I have played and one I'm excited for, but haven't gotten to play yet. And okay. I brought another tabletop game, but it's not a board game. It Is it a miniatures game? It's not a miniatures game either. It didn't fit into any of your categories. Hold on, I'll get it since that's what I have right what now. You won't be putting of, her in a box, will you, Doug? What no. kind of board game? If it's not a t- board game or a miniatures uh, game... What is that? Card game. Oh, okay. Sentinels of the Multiverse. Sentinels of the Multiverse. Sentinels okay. of the Multiverse. Yeah, that's, that's also, a card game. Yeah, I forgot... Definitely. Okay. That this box weighs like 50 pounds. Yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> dense material. It's been a little while since I've taken this out and played it, and I'm afraid if I let go right now, it will crush my head. Like, it is, <laughs> <laughs> it is very hefty. Um, so this game is a lot of fun, and it's super replayable. It's old at this point. It's been mm. around a long time. Um, but I still really enjoy it. And you have all of the people who are not. No. Oh no! Why? Higgins says, "Well, Sentinels is the one super game I actively dislike." That's okay. It's okay because I enjoy it. Um, and you have all your little characters in here with all their little decks. If anyone has not played yeah, it before, it's a I, lot of fun. I would character characterize that as a board game. I mean, it's not. It's a card no game. Board. Well, it's a. Card your table game. is the board. I mean, <laughs> your table's the board. It's a card game. Everything in everything happens on the cards. All you have is cards or counters. How is that not a card game? Right. It's just well, not like a collectible card game. It's a card game that comes in a box. I, but I, I kind of, I kind of shoehorn. And I was going to bring one of these. I was going to bring this up. Like Legendary Marvel Legendary is one of my favorite. Uh, you know, I think there's a better. I think the Alien Legendary encounters is a better version of, of that legendary system but uh marvel legendary is, is really good as well and I, I feel like marvel legendary is a board game even because it, it does have a board but it's eh, it is a, a play mat yeah I, I mean i i classify it like if you were to go to a store and look for it it would be under board games right i don't know our board game our, our board game store person is not here yeah i mean right let us let us know ben ben is is would would you put <clears throat> Marvel Legendary under a board game or a card game. Like I don't I, I think wow. you just put McLeod it in- with the with the deep thought there. The bodies of your enemies are the board. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right then. It, so okay, so maybe maybe we just say card game then. Maybe maybe we'll start this segment off 
with card game. Okay, but What's I don't have a board game. Card game? Wow, you don't I don't have, have a board game, so no, this is what you get. You that's get this, fine. which if you want to call it a board game, I guess. Let's call it a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I, whatever. I'll, it's I'll a fun honest. game. I I don't know what Ben's problem with it is. It's fine. You don't. Not everybody. Likes ben always has interesting game. problems with things that he generally, genuinely doesn't like. That's so okay. it'll probably be it'll probably be an interesting comment. So but, Neil says, uh, "Marvel Legendary is a deck building game. It is absolutely yes, it is. Yeah, but it it, it takes place true. on a board. Play mat. Anyway, <laughs> there's also a bunch of expansions and stuff for this that came out at mm. different times. I just have the base set, and it's already a very hefty box. But you can see, yeah, that's a room that's one more. of those games that people really, really love. I've never played it to be honest with you. I've never. I will say that. Well, it's." It's fun. I enjoy it. Apparently, Ben thinks it's terrible, but that's okay. Um, but the one thing I will say that as an artist, I was very impressed with the first time that I played it, and I'm still very impressed with, is that every freaking card in this box is all the same artist. They're all yeah. the That's same a lot of artist. art. Every single card in this wow. box was drawn by the same artist. And in all the expansions. And I don't understand how... You may have the man locked up in a in a room somewhere. I don't understand how, but yeah, there it's all the same artist for for everything. Kind of like how Alan has Nick locked up in a box someplace. Right. Yeah. I. It must be one of those. It feels like it's just plug and play, and the right heroes to counter the villain. If you well, sometimes there are certain yeah. combinations that I will. Yeah, I will say I've I've played games of Sentinels where you had a combination where it was just like <laughs> lol. Okay. Well, I guess I just lost this one for existing. Did you just say lol? Yeah. She did. What is wrong with you? Modi and lol. Wow. Guys. <laughs> yeah, it's I I do agree it's not always the most balanced. That's fair. Yeah, there yeah. Are I, I do occasionally think there are occasionally combinations of characters where or environments because you pick the you pick your heroes and you pick your villain, which is played as just like the 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 board, like anyone can control them basically. And then you also have an environment and they all provide different weird things going on. And some of those combinations. Exactly. <laughs> you're right. I am allowed to say lol. <laughs> Modi lol. Modi lol, lol. yes. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, but yeah, some of those combinations are uh, a lot harder to beat than others. Sometimes to the point of feeling impossible. So... I can understand yeah. that criticism. I don't like disagree, but I still enjoy the game. I, I'm so as as far as card games, like I said, I do like Legendary uh, quite a bit from Marvel. I, I and that uh, seems very thematic, and and it uh, I enjoy it quite a bit. I haven't gotten to the table a whole lot, but I've got it. I've got quite a few different sets for it. Um, the one the one deck builder that that I I introduced Sydney with to and and it just it's lost a lot of luster over the over the last few years is the DC deck builder. I know folks really love that deck deck builder, but it's really generic, I, I feel, and 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 it's not one of those deck builders that I that I feel the theme shines. You can almost put almost mm. any any like kind of theme on it and it would work. And in fact, I think that's one of the draws of, of that deck builder from Cryptozoic is that you can kind of mix and match various sets and you can mix you know, Steven Universe in with your DC and I forget what else they have, but it just didn't seem right. And 
it's fine. It's a deck builder. They are deck builders or deck builders. It's hard to have a, a thematic deck builder to begin with. Uh, but I think legendary is probably about as one of the closest ones that you can come. Uh, so I understand that, but yeah, Mar uh, DC deck builder just doesn't do it for me anymore. And, and I should probably just get rid of it out of my library. Cause I, I don't think I'll probably ever play it again. Um, as far as like a beginner deck builder. Yeah, that wasn't bad, but, uh, I think I've outgrown it at this point. Uh, O'Neill says, uh, I play the DC deck builder game as a solo. Yeah, you can play that as solo. Correct. That's true. Thanks. That is true. Uh, Branson says, as a matter of fact, they do. They have a Cartoon Network version. Yes, that is the one that mm. I have. I actually have that one and the DC one. I've never mixed them together because it just doesn't feel right for some reason. Um, and, and I'll tell you that the, the Cartoon Network version is actually really fun. That's probably the one that I would play over the DC because it's silly. Like, like it's super, super Like, they make you do silly things throughout the game. And so it kind of feels... Like, okay, it's like you're watching a, a Cartoon Network show. Um, mm. So I think out of all of those, the Cartoon Network one would be the one that I would I would play the most um, because, you know, I think if I want to scratch that superhero deck building itch, I think Marvel Legendary pretty much does that uh, for, the, for, uh, for that. Uh, yeah, that's a good choice, though, Amanda. I know a lot of folks, and I know that there's a Sentinels of the Multiverse uh, app as well. So if folks want to play yep. it digitally, you can play it digitally. And I hear it's really, really good. Um, yes. So that's that's another thing that uh, if you... Uh, it don't have translated, translated yeah. very well digitally. Nice. Um, and then there's even an RPG for it. And I think yeah, there's there a is. miniatures I haven't, game too, I think. I haven't gotten to play any of the other iterations of it. Every time yeah. that I see one, I'm like, ah, Sentinels, it still exists. <laughs> it's still going strong. It's one of those games that like, I know folks really love the, um, like the whole Sentinels of the Multiverse, like kind of, you know, universe. But like, for me, it's like, okay, I can hardly keep Marvel and DC like, straight most of the time like i don't need another like that's where it appeals to a lot of people though because right. it's yeah. not marvel and it's not dc so yeah. it's something different it gets and a lot its of its own thing with yeah. a lot of the same kind of like you have a lot of the same kind of power sets you have like the speedster mm -hmm. and the one who controls the weather and all of that kind of stuff you still get to have those same like archetypes but then you don't have all of the like you don't have all the baggage all the baggage and drama that comes with the, being like a marvel or dc fan. the fifty thousand origin stories that get retconned and changed and the deaths that get re retconned and changed good you could just like say online hey i like this character from sentinels yeah and like five other people who like sentinels will be like yeah they're awesome instead of having like fifty thousand obnoxious <laughs> angry fanboys jump down your back and be like they're the worst character ever i bet you don't mm -hmm. even read the comics yeah. does, does sentinels <laughs> have a billionaire uh superhero or super with with just gadgets that doesn't really have any powers I think there's a gadget here. Let me. I might in one of the most though. most okay. superhero games have a gadgeteer type I was class. Say, I'm just kind of curious as, if they have like the. I don't remember. My box made it. Higgins says pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure they do too, but it may not be in the core box. Just because you get guys, like even Batman falls in that category. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going for Tony Stark. No, no, no. <laughs> either one. 
So yeah. Brandon, Brandon says there's even an NHL themed version of the of the deck builder. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> and Higgins also says they have a Deadpool esque uh, version. Uh, Super. Yeah. So they they have I'm not surprised. Yeah. You you yeah. go into any kind of uh, what is it EB Games or what do you guys call it in the states? Um, uh, GameStop. Um, GameStop. Yeah. The walls are littered with Deadpool ripoffs of everything you can think of. Yep. Uh, I think the gadgeteer must be in one of the expansions. Uh, Ron says the Wraith is who you're talking about. She's like Batman. Nice. Yes. Well, I like I like that they took a different spin on that then. Um, so yeah, so uh, Sentinels of the Multiverse, DC Deck, or uh, Marvel Legendary, DC Deck Builder is okay if you want like an entry level uh, uh, deck builder. You can also play Leg Marvel Legendary solo by, by the way as well. Um, can you play Sentinels of the Universe solo? Do you know? I don't see why not. Okay. Like I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's like an actual recommended way to play, but I don't see why you couldn't. Mm -hmm. Because you're already playing the environment and the villain as like an NPC anyway. That's what you're doing? Okay, I didn't know if it was yeah. head to head or if it was if you're trying mm -hmm. to... Okay, interesting. Nope, they're already played like just a the deck is just on the table and you just draw the card and that's what happens. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so that's deck builder. Now we'll move on to board games. Okay, well, I don't have a board game. So, what's so your board game, Doug? One thing, one thing that uh, that I grew up on, kind of once I kind of got out of high school and I got get away from college and and kind of like transitioned as I was transitioning more into the the hobby version of of board games and tabletop games. Um, there was a, a thriving HeroClix community in this area, mm. and while. At the time, I thought HeroClix was kind of cool. Now that I've played other games that are kind of like board games and such, I, I'm not really a big HeroClix fan. I don't really like the collectability thing of it. I think we've talked about this at length with, with CCGs and, and other collectible games where you just amass a whole bunch of common junk and you you know you're you're just spending and spending and spending hoping to get that one really great figure that pretty much breaks the game and and uh you know so you can smash your opponents and make them cry um like jason loves to do uh no i'm just kidding i'm okay with the tears of my opponents so for every yeah. once in a while um yeah i i so i that was my entry level. Uh, that was probably my entry point for for uh, tabletop uh, superhero games. As I've got, gotten you know more and more into the hobby, um, there really hasn't been a whole lot of board games that are that are superhero uh, themed that, that that I liked. Uh, the one game that I, as we were prepping for this for this episode, there is one game that that I, I think it kind of cheats the superhero genre a little bit but i really enjoy it um and i play it solo and it's kind of a dungeon crawl and y'all know i love dungeon crawls and, and and miniatures games but hellboy the board game does hellboy count as a superhero i think he kind of does that yeah on who you ask yeah he's a superhero we had many heated debates about this while i was in college but it depends on who you ask sure okay. i'm gonna go with sure why right. not 
and, and you've got all the BPRD and all that. And yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah. That kind of counts as superheroes. Um, although they're probably technically not supers, but they have powers and everything and, and abilities. And so I, I'm going to say we're going to say that's fine. I really enjoy the uh, the the Hellboy uh, board game. Um, the retail edition, I, I backed it on Kickstarter. I've got the whole big Kickstarter box. I had it down here yesterday. You backed a Kickstarter? What? I know, right? A mini's a, a, board, a mini's board game Kickstarter. Imagine that. Um, but that's actually a really good. Like, I think that's one of Mantic's strongest board games. To be honest with you, um, they've got a few of them, and I think that that one's probably the strongest that they have. Uh, it's it's thematic. Um, I think some of the powers on some of the heroes kind of don't really go with the comic, but I think they were trying to keep them balanced as much as they could. Um, the Like I said, I've got the, the Kickstarter version. The Kickstarter version has a whole bunch of extra content. It's got uh, some exclusive heroes, um, some exclusive agents. Uh, it's got a couple expansions that you can pick up in retail now, but it was all included in the box set. And I feel like when you pick it up, at retail, you don't get all of those expansions. You have to buy them afterwards. Mm. And I feel like you're kind of missing out by buying the retail version of it. It's still a great game. If you can if you can find it for like, usually you can find it on a deal for about $60. If you can find it for around $60, I think it's worth picking up. The hundred dollars that that I think it was supposed to MSRP is supposed to it's supposed to retail for, that is a little iffy in my opinion. But I think if you can find it for around six fifty sixty dollars, pick it up. I think it's a lot of fun. It's definitely sollable. You can play it all by yourself if you want to. And the really cool thing about it is that you play these case files out. And each case file, after you play it the first time, you kind of know what's going to happen in that case. But they randomize. Like, so if you play it, it could play out a totally different than the second time than it did the first time. Um, oh. Because you'll have different things that, that pop up throughout the, the throughout the session, and because it's a, a deck of cards that you shuffle to start the, the game, mm -hmm. so okay, you know what, gotcha. what you might have drawn at the end might pop up at the beginning, and, right, and so right. it, it's all going to play out the same. So you're gonna you know eventually what the big bad is going to do, but you don't know when it's going to happen or where right. it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. so in that in those terms, it's it's very it's very replayable, and uh, the minis are great. Uh, the quality of the components are really great. I I think it's probably one of the best board game implementation, you know, it, based on an uh, on a popular IP for a superhero that 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 I've played. I can't. I'm trying to think of any other ones recently that that I've played that uh, have have been that you know that well you know tied to tied to the property. Um, so yeah, that, that that's that's my suggestion. Uh, although I will say that the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, game by uh, by IDW, there uh, there's a couple box sets. Those are super fun too. By uh, they were designed by Kevin Wilson and and uh, Dan Lansdowne and and uh, Pete Walsh. Uh, those are super fun. Uh, and if you love that that you know IP, I think that that kind of falls in there as well. Um, the turtles, the tur. I'm sorry, I have to, I have to weigh in on a conversation going on in the comments on the chat. Sure. The turtles are absolutely superheroes. Yeah, if absolutely. The if the X Men are superheroes, then the Ninja Turtles are superheroes because their powers are that they are doing things that are not normal to what they should have been because they're mutants. Right, right. <laughs> so they're absolutely superheroes. So I, I think the, those are those are those are the two games that I would probably suggest, and those are the two games that, that I have you know at the ready usually uh, to play. And, and again, you can play those soluble. 
you know, so uh, they hit the table more more often than not with with me. Um, so yeah, those those are two, and they're miniatures board games. So I love miniatures board games. I don't know if that's clear Ew. with Ew. Uh, with folks. It's news I, to us, Doug. I know, I know. <laughs> Um, and it kind of made me sad that IDW Games is, is you know closed up shop, and we're not going to get any more expansions for those for those games because I think that uh, you well, know, not from them. Yeah, no, I don't think that. Yeah, sell the license to somebody. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that's probably somebody else scoop it up. Maybe, maybe. But, but you know the, what they'll do? They'll they'll relaunch it under a different thing, and it'll be unfortunately not compatible or something. Yeah. Uh, Aaron says Thanos Rising for a board game. Yeah. I, what? That, How? What did you say? Thanos Rising? Nope. You never you never played it? It's not his name. Than- Thanos. 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 Oh, sorry. Not Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's bad? When I do uh, like attendance at school, I literally oh, no, no, I'm literally no, that teacher no, no. that, that Don't be that guy. everybody's name. Do you do the AA Ron? Oh, yo. Oh. And it's and and it's, at, this point, it's, at this point, I know like that I'm mispronouncing him, and I just do it anyway, and like it's a big joke. It's kind of like how it is when I work with the free league team, and and how like I mispronounce all their Swedish words, and they just kind of like oh, chuckle no. and like make fun of me because I'm, you know, not uh, not good at uh, pronouncing a lot of their words. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's it is fun, and and yeah, so Thanos rising mm-hmm. is a great game uh that's actually a reskin of uh what's what's the game that that's a reskin of amanda do you remember off the top of your head i don't uh, i'm trying I to remember what it is i have no idea let me know let me know in the comments it's a reskin i anyone know that know? um you know what it is a reskin isn't it, was it based on marvel legendary then no no no, no. this is this is a different uh something else unrelated to marvel yeah, well, it is it is a Marvel game. Uh, no, Death, yeah. Death, Eater, Death Eaters Rising? No, that's not it. Harry Potter game? It's not a Harry Potter game. No, I'll I'll have to look it up. But if if I recall, but it is uh, people do really like that game as well. Um, so uh, the other the other game that uh, that folks are really this seems like a really. <laughs> Oh, Ron says I believe that uh, I believe that uh, Thanos Rising came first. Oh, okay. So maybe that's the one that I'm thinking of, and there's a there's others that are based off of that one. Uh, the OP did a ton of of Rising reskins. Okay, that's that's. Mm. I thought there was more than one. Um, the other games that the other uh, game that I we didn't talk about that is a card game uh, is Marvel Champions. True, and, and I know Ben really likes that game, and I have, I still have not got a chance to play that. Uh, that's by Fantasy Flight Games, and that's another one of those. I've like, played little, that one. You have a played long that time one? ago. Yeah, a long time ago. That was a fun. long time ago. Yeah. Like how long is a long time ago? I don't remember. A while ago. Like is it a Tuesday. I been around other humans for a long time. So Ben says it's <laughs> so good. Unless I'm thinking of a different one. There's so James, been a lot of Marvel games. Okay. James says they did a Star Wars and Harry Potter reskin. Okay. Oh. Okay. 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 Um, so yeah, so th- those are, those are my two suggestions for superhero games. I would say if you can pick up a copy of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures uh, from IDW Games, uh, I think that's super fun. And uh, the Hellboy uh, RP- the Hellboy game from 
uh, board game from Mantic is, is super good. There is a new Batman Adventures game that's coming out from IDW Games. It's actually just hitting uh, Kickstarter backers now, uh, which is kind of the same deal with the, the Teenage Mutant Turtles. So if you're not a big fan of Teenage Mutant Turtles and you're a big, big fan of Batman, especially the animated series, see if you can pick snag uh, some copies of, of those. Uh, those should be available, I think, at retail here pretty soon. That's one of the last, uh, if not the last, uh, release that IDW Games is going to have uh, under their... Uh, their publications. Uh, but I've, I'm hearing really good reports about it. Uh, miniatures games. We can move on to miniatures games. Does okay. anybody does anybody have any suggestions for miniatures games? No? No. Um, the only one I can think of off the top of my head would be Crisis Protocol. Yeah. I, that, that's going to... That was going to be my suggestion. Marvel Crisis Protocol is probably one of the... I know they just did a re... They, like, rebalance things. Um, and they did some some retooling of the cards and did some new layout for the cards. Um, Marvel Crisis Protocol is one of those miniatures games that I think, if you're a fan of the Marvel Universe, I, I don't think you'd be disappointed with Marvel Crisis Protocol. The, the rules are super easy to pick up and play. Um, the starter set's a great value, yeah. uh, to be honest with you. You get two full armies. Uh, you get lots of terrain. Uh, all the chits and everything that you need to 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 play. That was um, the best part about the Crisis Protocol thing. Actually, was the terrain. Yeah, because that's yeah, always really what is. superhero stuff has had trouble with on the tabletop. Honestly, because yeah. superhero, they you're gonna toss cars around. You're gonna blow buildings you gotta, apart. You gotta. You gotta. You, you're kicking mailboxes at people and throwing motorcycles around. If you can't do that on the tabletop, if you don't have that terrain handy, it's not gonna seem right. Right. And that's always something to swing off of. Yeah, it's always yeah. why I've always found most of the superhero stuff that I've ever played has been better in theater of the mind. Mm. Because it's just easier to hand wave like you Spider-Man, you're swinging down the street. Well, what are you? What's your web attached to? Who cares? Don't worry about it. You're swinging down the street. <laughs> if, but if you're looking at it on a tabletop and there's literally nothing there to swing off of, it's weird. It just feels weird. Like you can what? suspend your disbelief, but still strange yeah no I, I i've been a big fan of uh, marvel crisis protocol protocol that's one of those games where you can dive down into that rabbit hole really deep if you really want to and collect it <laughs> yep. all and it's going to cost you a lot of money because they release yeah. although Their i don't know how fast the releases are crazy because of because of the worldwide shipping uh yeah ben hasn't had too many new stores for marvel, marvel crisis protocol no, in no, I a couple months now think with the worldwide shipping you know the way yeah. it is i think you know a lot of their but what's out there already is pretty cool. massive like, there's a lot of stuff if you want to play x-men you want to play Guardians yeah. of the galaxy um, that's the only the only drawback i found with that system though is if you have a favorite hero or a group of heroes and they're not wildly popular you're kind of like eh, eh, i want to play these guys but they're not there's no rules for them you know mm-hmm. yeah I can see where the frustration would be like, well, I'd buy it if they had my favorite people. Right. But well, the good thing is that I think that they're, they've pretty much, they're milking that. Uh, oh, Marble I'm IP sure. For, for all. Oh work. yeah. Yeah. We're, we've already gotten a couple different variations of, of a few of the, the superheroes already. I think we've mm-hmm. got a, a couple Spider-Man and a couple black widows and yeah. Uh, so I would like to see them do all of the doc Ox, like classic doc Ock. And then, and then uh, the, uh, the movie doc Ock. And then even um, the Doc Ock from uh, um, Into the Multiverse. She was awesome. I loved her. She was cool. Yeah, I I don't know what... I think that they have to just stick to the 
comics. They don't I'm sure they probably have. do, but it would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Because licensing. Yay. Um, one game that I did uh, I did play for a little while, and I th- uh, do I have them up there? No, I don't have them up there anymore. Um, I did buy the Batman Miniatures game like years and years ago. There's a Batman Miniatures game by uh, uh, by Night Models, and and that game, while the minis are cool, there's not a whole lot of scene around there from, from around here for it. The rules system was actually pretty decent. Um, they they just they're an Italian publisher. Um, and a lot of their Italian stuff, Batman, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, or I think it's Italian, maybe it's French, I can't remember, but it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those, it's one of those games where, um, the there is some great communities online, but there's really small pockets, they're very tiny, players. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, groups of and, tiny, very passionate people, <laughs> yeah, nowhere near each other, which yes. is a problem for a miniatures board game. <laughs> I want to play this game, where do you live, Prague? Well, that's of no help. <laughs> <laughs> um so there is a, there is a, there is that out there folks want to play it but a lot of time and a lot of times you can find the, the minis at a discount the minis are great um but just you'll have a hard time finding uh players whereas i think marvel crisis protocol you, you should probably be able to find players uh fairly fairly easily like, easily um so yeah yeah uh let's see aaron says marvel united is sort of a miniatures game okay it's a board game that uses miniatures yeah, yeah. Again, um, a hybrid. <laughs> it's one of those games where I've looked at, and I actually looked at the Kickstarter when it was playing, when it was on, when it was live. Both the Marvel one and the the X Men one. Neither time, neither time did I back it. Um, it just felt like the 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 minis were kind of just placeholder. Like it just felt like okay, well, you can just kind of do the same thing with standees. There's there's not really a whole lot of reason why these are miniatures for this game like you you know what i'm saying like i i think you have to you have to you place the miniatures around this like circular pattern on the table and like you could just make those standees and it would work Mm. just as fine like it doesn't really i mean i get the fact that everybody likes minis and it's it's come Mm -hmm. on and and uh you know spin master and 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 they want to make you know cool minis and and everything but uh yeah I, i'm gonna say that uh I, I didn't really see a need for minis for that game to be honest with you but uh, uh i know some folks really uh like that game and it's i think it's one of those games that you could probably play with your family and, and pick up pretty well um but yeah it didn't it didn't really grab me as as much as i had hoped um i think the minis are cool because they're cute and they're a little chibi you know Marvel superheroes and who doesn't like chibi little Marvel super, superhero <laughs> minis? But it's such a uh, wild market for that sort of thing. It's crazy. It is. It is. Um, I want just, this super powerful, murderous character, but I want him cute. Want to be cute and adorable. I want him cute and tiny. Uh, Higgins says uh, the lines between game classifications <laughs> are so blurred. Yeah, right yeah. So many Art, games are trying to just use everything they can. Aren't minis, minis just fancy standees? Really, I they mean, are sort of. They are, but you know, they're 3D uh, standees. Yeah, I, I just don't see. Especially if they come like pre-painted and everything, it's like it's yeah. you don't even really have like the hobby aspect to it. It's just like yeah, it's a standee. It's just in 3D. Here you go. Yeah. It's one of those things where if you have like a board and it's like a 
you, you know, there's like a map on it and, you know, I don't know. It just didn't seem like that there was that kind of aspect to, to Marvel <laughs> United. It just seemed like, okay, we're going to put these cards down their different locations and they're going to put them around in a circle. And you know, that's about it. And it's, it's sort of tabletop sort of theater of the mind. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I hear people really enjoy it. So if you enjoy it, that's awesome. And I've seen some really great paint jobs in some of those minis. So absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Modi, LOL. Modi lol puts out some great mini standees. <laughs> yeah, they do. There are some really great standee companies out there right now. Even yeah. the, like I've seen quite a few that do uh, a gel style plastic sheet with yeah. front and back of, of, of your mini and it's full color. Mm. It's all original artwork. Like, and you can buy them by the like hundreds in boxes. And if you're like, if you don't have the room for fully printed 3d minis, these are, they're a great way to go. Like, cause you can literally fold them up, stick them back in the box and be done with it. You don't need, like I, I'm playing 40 K. I have a, a pack 420 under my desk right now that has uh, most of my warm machine actually has warm machine in it instead of 40 K at the moment. But like that thing is like two and a half feet wide, two and a half feet deep, two and a half feet tall. It's just one army. That's all like, and in the same box, I could probably get a thousand standees. Mm, mm. Right. Yeah, I, I looked at, because, uh, you know, I'm always trying to dabble in different things and, and uh, with with the VCG and with the shoot crates and everything. If folks are, aren't familiar with the shoot crates, they're the, like a twice, uh, what do you call it, a bi, biannual? Biannual, biannual yes. Uh, crate of goodies that no, wait, I send. Actually, that's semi-annual. Biannual semi annual yeah, every other. Every yeah, other that's year. what I was going to say. Semi-annual semi -annual. is twice a year. Semi-annual, so in June and uh -huh. December, I send out to our like, patrons like at the $10 a month level. Right. Uh, so I, at the the at June and in December, at the folks at the back the the show the Patreon level at ten dollars a month or more, I send them a box of, of random things. And and one of the things was I, I tried to price out some of those acrylic standees, uh, and and maybe just include a sheet of standees every month and or every every box. And and uh, yeah, those things are. Uh, they're they're not cheap unless you do massive production runs. So let's just let's just put it that I, I get yeah. a quote on. Uh, so yeah, yeah definitely uh, definitely need to uh, pick the you got pick and choose as far as uh, those are concerned because they definitely definitely want to you want to make big production runs in order to get the, the it's like minis minis of course you know the more you you print more the, you build the, the cheaper they are yeah right so cool so yeah. That's uh, that's my take on on minis games and 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 board games and and card games. Let's let's get to the real meat of of this segment. And that of course is supers, RPGs. Uh, what uh, what RPG supers games? This are subject Amanda is prepared for. This is this is I the subject that I'm prepared for. This look, I I need I need the audience to know that Doug just gives us a topic. Yeah. And then basically no other parameters. No and other so parameters. We'll, like, we'll do it. We'll do it one way, one time, and we'll do it a different way. And we don't know what it's gonna be. We just show. You'd up be amazed how many times like, we've all been just pulling stuff out of our butts. <laughs> I don't know. Like, hey, pick your about. favorite thing of this, and we're like, okay, I can do that. And then you get on the show. Yeah. It's our top five version. What? What? <laughs> what? I need four more. What? The, exactly. Like like Higgins says, that's the chaotic. That's the chaotic and chaotic good. Yeah. <laughs> Chaotic is we don't actually even know what we're in for until we're live. So, I, well, 
you know, sometimes you just got to ask ahead of time. Just be like, Doug, what? I'm not convinced you gotta be, that you, gotta you be know before we go No, live. I do. I do. Know or <laughs> you could be like Barney and say, what's the topic when we've had a topic for three days already? Yeah, yeah I love how I throw out a topic. And like this one, this year, I, I mean, this week, I actually threw out the topic pretty early. It was early, and, yeah. Yeah, and Barney's like, what's the topic? Like five days later. Yeah. Because of course he hasn't. Well, he hasn't looked at the at the uh, side chat we have on Facebook in like four days, and it's scrolled past because we've talked about twelve different things since then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, O'Neill says, uh, "Did the Hellboy Five E game come out? It has not come out yet. No. Yeah. Uh, backers have the PDFs. Um, yeah, I have thoughts about that, which I will kind. Well, of- when he says that, it's not good news. Thoughts." I, 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 anytime he says he has thoughts, it's never good. I mean, not that that, I mean, I see that that's funny on a couple of levels, but that's not how I meant it. I, I, as much as some, you all know that, that 5e is not my chosen, not his jam of, of, you know, that's not the system that I, I tend to tank to gravitate towards. Uh, I really, really wanted to, to see this Hellboy RPG kind of, take off and and be something that fans were really going to be able to like grab a hold of and, and play and, and enjoy uh and it's not apparently <laughs> it's tough like i don't know like i hate like this is this, again this is one of those games where it's like okay would this have kind of been better of, as its own system i think it probably would have like mm. give it its own system and, and don't yeah shoehorn it in with, with 5e and 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 the that's way why the they book, did it though they're yeah. they're they're banking on 5e fans picking up this thing because they but, saw a hellboy movie that was cool once and but here's the thing, like this also when you have a big IP like Hellboy, you're also going to be getting a lot of new people playing RPGs because hey, look, it's Hellboy. I've always I've loved Hellboy. Yes, I'm on a that's a, tabletop. That's exactly what I mean. Yep. The way this book is is laid out, you kind of have to have the, the uh at least the free D&D rules first in order to like build a character and and kind of know like how to do all that that's unfortunate uh, yeah and so there's that barrier there where i think it, they kind of miss their mark um yeah i i really wanted to like this. i really wanted to like this this rpg and the other thing is is and as much as i love the board game because i love the board game and i'm not gonna i, I hate to, to say that i'm not gonna you know i hate to despair to you know or, or say bad things about a, a company and, and what they put out because hey i haven't put out anything so who am I to say that that uh, you you're know, allowed that, to have opinions on yeah, things? Though. I guess so. I you're guess allowed. So. Oh, it, I really wish they'd put the same kind of. It doesn't feel like the same amount of love and, and care was put into this RPG as they did with the board game. And it's because they were trying to smash a square peg into a round yeah, hole. Yeah, and, and I know it went through a couple edits before it, they they put out a, a PDF to to backers and. P, and the, the backers are like, well, this isn't good. Oh, blah, no. blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, oh. and so they like brought it back and they brought more people to consult in with it. And then they just kind of then like it ends up being it ends up turning into something that it's not. 
Yeah, well, and then after a few months, they're, they're just like, okay, here's the PDF. It's at print. And, like, people are like, yeah, but you didn't address this. This, But it's this. at print. Yeah. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. yeah. It, it felt it felt like it was like, okay, we just want to wash our hands. And and I, I don't want to say that that's what happened, but it, it definitely came off that way. That, like, okay, well, we're, we're done with this. Like, let's just get it out and, that, and we'll just call it quits. Um you know, which is unfortunate kinda, because, it, like it I said, it makes you wonder like what's going on behind the scenes on that project too. Like that sounds like there's yeah. probably, it sounds like production was probably difficult in a lot of different areas, and they were just like, "This just needs to be done." Yeah, I, <laughs> well, you know, and I with the Kickstarter, you start running out of money. Yeah, like, yeah. we can't we can't do any major changes now because we don't have any money to make more changes. And, right, and, we can't and of course, pay any writers or editors. We're, we're yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and then of course we all know that the like the card stock and the paper stock, like all that stuff has gone up tremendously yeah, over these last you know, six yeah. months. So you know, I, I t- totally get. Hey, let's just get this printed and get it to backers before it costs us, you know, twenty percent more than than it did you know this summer. So yeah, I get it. I get it. I I hope that the folks that really enjoy Five E and really enjoy Hellboy have a game that they enjoy all 12 of them well i I just i just feel like yeah and and that kind of it just narrows down the audience yeah unfortunately that's what happens i think that that with a product like that you should not just narrow down your audience you should broaden your your audience the worst part with those games is it tends to become a case of we give you this really cool thing it's 5e it's hellboy and all of these fans who are fans of 5e and fans of hellboy immediately are like well no because this should be like this and that should be like that. And then you end up, they take your system and hack it to pieces and make it their own anyway. So those people that were really big fans of getting this product are now going to be like, well, I mean, I'm going to take what I want and the rest of this is garbage. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's fair. I mean, it's your game. You bought it. You do what you want with it. Right. So that's a, that's a D20 system that I, I think doesn't work for the IP. Um, and uh, but here is a D20 game that I think does work for, for the superhero genre, and that is, of course, Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition. Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition is amazing, yeah. It's written by Steve Kenson, who is a brilliant, brilliant uh, uh, designer, and uh, put out by Green Ronin. And I think that if you are a fan of D20 games and you're looking for a superhero game to play, pick up a copy of mutants and masterminds third edition um, just because I think that the, it's going to give you the crunch and, and everything that you, that, that you're looking for. Um, and it's just, it's, it's a really, really well done product. Of course, this is based off of, they, they did a DC uh, uh, RPG back quite a while ago. DC heroes. Yeah. DC. They did Ooh. a DC uh, D 20 uh, game. Yeah. I think that was, and, was that D20? I don't even remember now. It's been so long. And, and what they did was, I'm pretty sure it was DC, maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was DC. Uh, they they basically, once that license came up, they they, uh, they switched it over to, Gobbled to, it to up. Masterminds. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the base there was already really well done. Now they they, uh, they 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 have Mutants and Masterminds. I It's a little more crunchy than than I prefer some of my RPGs, but it's still an incredible product. And like I said, if you want a D20 system, that's probably your, that would be my go-to 
uh, for a D D twenty uh, superheroes uh, RPG. So yeah, that's uh, that, that's all I'm going to say of that. Mutants and Masterminds Third Edition. Go go check it out. Go buy it. I think you won't regret it if you like. You know what? Cyber Monday. Go to Drive Through RPG. I bet you it's probably on sale right now. Maybe. <laughs> all, pretty much all the PDFs on Drive Through RPG are on yeah. sale until Just midnight tonight. Darn near nice. everything. Yeah. So if you ever wanted to pick it up, go for it. Sure. Uh, Amanda, what uh, what is your uh, suggestion for Supers RPG? So my favorite Supers RPG is one that we've played on the show a whole bunch, and it's Tiny Supers from Gallant Knight Games. And I love it because, don't roll your eyes, I know, you have to pretend, I know you have to pretend to have a beef with Alan all the time, but I'm <laughs> going to talk about this game anyway. Uh, I love it because it is, of course, being uh, Tiny Supers being one of the Tiny D6 games, it is very easy to pick up, it is very easy to teach, it is very easy to learn, it's easy to run, it's easy to play. Like, you cannot get an easier game to just jump into. Um, you have all of the different like archetypes already built for you of the different types of supers, or you can build your own and there's guidance on how to do either. And there's all sorts of powers in there, pretty much whatever you can think of, but also the way the powers work is pretty intuitive. So if you do manage to come up with something that Alan hasn't, then you can follow basically the what's already in there to build your own. Um, and I lost my train of thought on what the next thing I was going to say was. Which was very not my cool fault. And good. Didn't nope, say a word. Just, it flew out of my brain. But uh, the Tiny Supers PDF is actually on sale on Drive Through RPG right right now, which is good. But now I remembered it. Uh, so oh. the thing I like about Tiny Supers and I, what I like about rules light or rules minimalist systems for superhero RPGs is because what I always like is the amount of creativity you can have with sure. the application of your powers. So in a rules light system, it's basically just like, I'm gonna describe this off the wall, completely wild thing of how I wanna use my powers and it's gonna do this and this is how it's gonna work. And then it's gonna involve like bouncing off of this truck in midair and all of this other stuff. And in some systems that can get very bogged down with a lot of different things that you have to roll for and different types of things. And that's one of the things that's like really difficult in 5e is like, oh, well, you have to test for this and this and this if you're going to do something that complicated. Whereas in a system like Tiny Supers, it's just, yeah, roll yeah. and see if you roll a six. Yeah. <laughs> and then you succeed. Yep. Doesn't matter what you just described. If you roll I a six, like, it works. <laughs> tell me whatever off the wall thing you want to do. And if you roll a six, you succeed. You don't have to roll four times and hope that they yeah. all succeed. And we have to figure out which one of those the challenge rating for each one. There's, no, just, just roll. Just tell me if you do it. Yep. That's and true. that's all that kind of freedom for creativity is a uh, really fun and I think a really important element for a fun and successful supers game. Because the one thing that all superhero fans complain about is when superpowers are too limited and not imaginative enough. When you're like, well, I can think of how they would have solved this problem with this yeah. way with their powers or this way with their powers, but we didn't do any of that. And yeah. having that kind of freedom, I think, is what makes it a really special and really fun superhero game. Yes. So there's that one. The one I'm excited for that I haven't gotten to play yet that just funded on Kickstarter a little while Ooh. ago and I backed is the Queers Tabletop RPG spelled with a Z. Mm -hmm. uh, and the the little blurb for that one is the Super Sentai role-playing game where you fight intolerance and prejudice with love, empathy, strength, style, and amazing superpowers. And this game <laughs> looks so fun. 
I'm very much looking forward to to receiving this one at some point whenever it shows up so that who's, I can actually get it to the table. Who's publishing that game? I know it's a, it's a publisher that I've heard of, if I'm not mistaken. Son of Oak Game Studio. Son of Oak, yep. Yep. Yeah. They did the uh they they they're the ones that do uh City of Mist. Yes, it's the oh, City really? of Mist. It's yep. the City of Mist system, so that's still what oh. they're using for okay. this game. And then Queers is actually like an already existent comic, and so they put those characters oh, a nice. super fun comic. And so they put those characters into the RPG for this product. So very cool. I'm I'm looking forward to when this comes because it looks really fun. Everything about it is very fun and colorful. <laughs> and I'm excited to actually get to play it. City of Mist is one of those games that uh, I know the production quality is, is really, really well done. The, the Visually, it looks amazing. And uh, I just never have never gotten a chance to play it. And, and I, I need to. And I, you know, I, It's extremely niche, unfortunately. Um, is it? It's, at least in at least in the areas where I speak with people who play RPGs, everyone's heard of it. A couple of people really think it's cool. No one has ever actually picked it up. Okay. That's usually the consensus in my, at least my, in my area. All right. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's kind of what what I've kind of figured as well. It's one of those games that uh, is really. Yeah, we see it on the shelf actually. Like every, it's one of the few. Like it sits there right next to Five E Vampire the Masquerade. City of Mist is right there uh, next to those games on the shelf, and. Mm -hmm. It's it's literally the game that everyone's like, oh, this looks cool, but I'm picking this up, you know. Or this Aww. is this is really neat, but I'm here to buy this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. Um, let's see here. Six one four McLeod says I played City of Mist once, mm. and it was more fun to make characters than actual gameplay. Could have been the GM. Who knows. That's hard to tell when you've only had one experience with a game yeah. too, because you never know if it is just a like a, a group that doesn't jive or a GM that yeah. didn't quite have a handle on the system or what. You know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Aaron says, "Claim the claim the sky" by Monty Cook Games. I think they are only making a cipher sir, cipher system version. I have not heard of a five E version. Um, cipher. That's another system that I have not played. Cipher. Mm -hmm. Same. I have lots of friends that want to play it, um, and I've been repeatedly asked to join games, but they never happen. <laughs> Two of my buddies are always like, every time we get together, we talk on Facebook infrequently, and it's like, oh, I totally want to get into a game with you guys at this. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me know. Give me a time. Give me a day. Six months Nothing of silence. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's, but then every time I talk to them, they're like, oh, you got to try this cipher system. It's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, I would love to. <laughs> again, I've heard really great things about it. I just uh, and and it's one of those systems where it's, you can kind of like make it fit almost any kind of genre. Yeah. So, uh, wasn't there a Marvel RPG using Cipher? Um, I don't think so. Think so. I don't know if they actually have a license or not a license, but an actual on-brand um, superheroes thing for Cipher system. I. We will say that the the, the uh, Marvel RPG from way back in the day is what Barney Barney gave us his suggestion yep. for uh, face rip <laughs> yeah, for uh, supers RPGs and that was that was his uh, it was it was it was a big game in my in my gaming youth I, I got to play it quite a bit um, lots of cool source source books uh, for it actually the uh, the uh, what was it God, I can't remember the name of it now. There was an entire book. It was like about 150 page of um, 
just powers. And some, it was almost like rolling uh, in the old school D&D. It was like rolling on the wand of wonders sometimes. You would get some of the most foolish powers you could possibly <laughs> nice. think of. And it would be hilarious fun to play that kind of character. And they sometimes they would do comics like that, like Power Pack and stuff like that. You know, where the kids had really bizarre, silly powers and completely goofy things constantly happened to them. And they somehow managed to shoehorn their powers into a successful adventure kind of thing. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Marvel Superheroes was amazing. Yep. Phase drip yep. Yes, was the book, great. the Ultimate Powers book. Yes, that's it, McLeod. Um, I, what, I, what I liked about that system was the uh, the descriptions of powers. Like amazing, incredible, excellent. You know, that's that was your power level. Like if you had a if you had a power blast, it was like it's excellent. Okay, so it's <laughs> approximate. It's it's approximately twenty on the scale. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was Barney's suggestion. Is as we yep. went uh, before he because uh, he's got something in the morning that he has to attend uh, to, so he wasn't able to join us tonight. Uh, but he did give us that that suggestion. Uh, Jason, what's uh, what's your uh, suggestion for? Uh, Mine would be Vigilante City uh, from Eric Bloat and the boys over at nice. Bloat Games. Nice. Um, it's a very cool, low, not, I don't want to say low tech, but it's thematically your daredevils, um, your, um, uh, I'm trying to think of what's his name from Teen Titans, um, uh, Slade, um, that kind of hero level, like Punisher, that sort of thing. It's uh, street the street level heroes. It's, yeah, it's the gritty noir style heroes, um, and it's built on a survive this engine, which is absurdly easy to learn and play. They had survive this zombies, survive this vigilante city, and there's a whole host of other products in the survive this line. It's all the same chassis. It's a roll under D twenty system, um, but where this game really shines is oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where that game really shines is the tables. They always have the most amazing, fun tables for creating your character's background. If you don't have an idea yourself, they're almost always D100 tables. So you grab a percentile dice, roll it out, and just literally, I just I encourage anyone who tries it, just go with what you roll. It's hilarious fun. It can completely change what you're going to do or how you're going to play, and usually in the best possible ways. But it's it's very much designed for like this, like Amanda said, the street level hero kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You can get mega human powers. Like there are, you know, people that, you know, like the Superman and that sort of thing. But it's very down to earth and it's very um in your face, I guess, kind of thing. You're not there's not a lot of like Avengers level stuff, uh, in at least not implied anyway. Despite you could take a group of all superpowered people, I suppose. But I've, I've I've always liked it just because it's a very simple, down to earth game itself. Before you slap on Vigilante City, and the artwork is astonishingly good. That's uh, Brandish Gilhelm again, the Runehammer, um, and it's very easy to pick up. Uh, just like the we did a Halloween game with Eric one time we for did, yeah. uh, for Survive the Zombies. I made my character like fifteen minutes before the show started, and. I, to this day, want Eric to run more of that because I still have that character tucked away. Because <laughs> when we finished playing that, I think that was actually one of my first or second actual play on the show. And I was pumped at the end of that. I was so mad when we had to stop. <laughs> I, I was choked. I was like, I want to keep going. I want to find out where we go next from here because we kind of left it in the moment kind of because we, we were just, we were running way long. <laughs> yep. But it's, 
it's a fun, very easy system. You're not going to tax your brain ridiculously. Like you're not going to spend hours looking at tables. You just grab your dice and go. So that's, that's my pick. Uh, let's get to some of the chat. Ron says, speaking of Marvel RPGs, how about the Marvel Heroic, the Cortex Plus game? Yes, I love Cortex, by the way. Um, I still have, I think, my copy of Cortex. Yeah, it's right over there. Um, the new uh, Cortex Prime. Uh, is that book. is the is Marvel it? RPG for that out now? No, 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 no. That's a different, that's a different RPG. That the new Marvel RPG, which is coming out in first quarter of next year, is a uh, is their their own new system. Uh, it's uh, oh, six okay. one six system where you roll three d six, and if you roll like the best roll that you can make is a six, a one, and a six, and that's yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll have to research it. It's it's. It, that it's, sounds it's weird, but I'll have a look at it. Yeah, but supposedly there's like a playtest version of the, the rules coming out. Uh, I think around February, maybe February, March. And uh, you, they've got pre-generated characters that uh, are, you know, superhero, Marvel superheroes that we all know and love. And uh, you'll be able to kind of pick up and, and test out the game that way. And then there's like a big full release later on in the year next year. Oh, that's cool. Um, I'll have to keep so, an eye on that. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of curious. I, I am. That is one of the games that I'm am looking forward to uh, releasing next year. Uh, just because, you know, it's a big IP. And, uh, you know, I love it when, you know, RPGs do something different. And that 616, uh, I'm sure they probably have something a little bit clever, more clever than the call it 616. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I'm sure there'll be a reason why it's called 616, and it'll probably yeah. be interesting. Uh, oh, because Earth 616. Oh, okay, Mr. Um, Higgins. Thanks. Um. Yeah, Mass is another one that that uh, I know that the ch- ch- yeah. uh, McCloud Masks just, uh, game, yeah. Mass uh, from Magpie Games. That's that's another game that uh, I've only played it one time, and the session I was in, we got interrupted like every five minutes by some ridiculous thing going on. Oh, <laughs> so we never got like a good flow going. But yeah. what what we did play, I enjoyed. It was just that it was like I don't have any distinct impression from the system yet because it was just like that session was very bizarre. Mm. But I would really like to play it again because I enjoyed what I saw. Yeah, that's another book that's, uh, like I said, it's put out by Magpie, and it's it's a great quality book. It's one of the smaller yeah. books. It's not like a big, you know. Yeah, thankfully. You know. <laughs> that's um, my so. one beef with the games like Champions, actually. I love Champions. I like the fact that they came up with an entire system that allowed you to be a superhero with your own background and your own stuff, and you weren't beholden to an existing franchise. So that was always my problem with the Marvel game was it was like, oh, well, you know, no matter what you do, there's always, you know, the Avengers are out there somewhere kind of thing. And games like Champions really made you feel like your hero could actually be a really cool, like monumental hero. But it's such a hefty book. Like, man, you could beat somebody up with that book. Man. Matthew asks, uh, have you tried Prowlers and Paragons yet? It's super fun. Oh the to hit roll translates directly into how much damage you do which means a big ah. hit always means big damage well, that's cool that's fun yeah yeah I'll also like anything that, that that simplifies the amount of rolling that yeah you if you do. roll if you're rolling for if your to hit roll translates into your damage that's pretty cool one-stop shopping you, you know what i'm surprised we haven't seen yet a mork borg supers game <laughs> super borg <laughs> 
Although I don't know how well that would work because could you imagine we'd just be dying left, right, and center? It would yeah, be, it would be, you'd be right? like the worst superheroes ever. It would, it would be like a watching super, a super Mark Borg character is one with four whole hit points. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> it would be like that uh, that cartoon that was just a, what, Invincible. Oh yeah. Where yeah. it was just blood, guts, and gore constantly. You know, it's like, hey, I'm the toughest superhero on the block. Ba bam, you're done. <laughs> Our punk soups. You know, someone's gonna some someone's gonna like watch this video or, or be a part, and they're gonna put this out. And and I hope we better get I, credit. I hope, I hope they they add us on social media and be like, hey, listen, we got the idea from 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 you guys. I don't care. I don't care. Just let us know if you put out a, a suits uh, more poor because I I definitely won't be able to do it. But uh, I would love to to see somebody. Oh, uh, the watch. McLeod has a question. Uh, let me see here. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> no. Come on, no, Doug. No when comments. are your close personal friends at Freely no, no going comment, to make a super no zarpy? <laughs> I, I wish. Uh, and and probably just saying more Borg uh, supers probably is is enough to, <laughs> to get me in trouble. But uh, <laughs> yeah, especially if they were thinking they're gonna be like, he'll get an email in five minutes saying we were right. planning that, Doug. Yeah. Way to spill the beans. I think that would be really cool. If 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 you would like to see that, let, let me know in the comments and and hit that like button down below because I would like to, uh, you know, I, show the screenshots well, to the guys at Freely. Exactly. Look how many people are like, hey, listen, <laughs> Johan, guys, Christian, this is what you gotta do. I know you're you're busy doing this cyborg thing that's like a huge success, but you need to drop that right now and and focus on the supers <laughs> thing because uh, back burner. Backburner that they got more important stuff to be doing. Me. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me because there's already a Viking uh, Morkborg uh, RPG that's coming out, uh, and and uh, you know the rule system. There is. Yeah, K is Kinless. Oh, Kinless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a, based on Morkborg. Yeah, it's a Morkborg engine uh, oh. game. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um. But yeah. I, I, it's one of those things where, where it wouldn't surprise me if we see something later on down the line that uh oh i see matt's name right there in the creative team and that uh we've, we've got doug's favorite person alan barr we have brandon atten and james span spot is it spawn or span james spawn and, and eric and matt mcleod and jody brandt Quest there's, there's, there's some some great uh great people on that uh yeah that lots of i've recognized so many people on this this is crazy the only person I don't know off the top of my head for is folks, Jason Shane and Jeff Cape. For folks that are totally lost listening to the audio podcast, <laughs> Jason Jason's actually brought up his PDF of Vigilante uh, Vigilante City, and he's going through he's reading the, 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 the co-designers. I'm just reading the credits randomly. <laughs> evidently, that's what we do. Well, Matt mentioned he now. was on the creative team, and I was like, oh, I'm going to check that. So you not that I didn't believe him. No, not that I didn't believe him. Our, our commenters. I was just checking because I was curious because wow. I remember I remember seeing um, Alan was involved and Eric was involved and Jody was involved and I'm so used to I see him in chat all the time as Matthew because uh, I have him on Facebook yeah. so I didn't uh, I didn't associate Matt with Matthew for some reason Matthew my says, bad uh, like Stanley always said team books sell lol <laughs> or as yeah. Amanda likes to say lol lols uh, James says, "Does anyone remember the Underground RPG? Don't th think it was uh, quite a superheroes, but people had crazy powers." So I just pulled it up because I am not familiar with this. I am not I, either. That's I just pulled up the not. wiki page because I was like, "What is this?" 
Um, it says that Underground is a satirical, grim and gritty style superhero role playing game set in the near future. It was released by Mayfair Games in 1993, oh. uh, and it was mainly meant to be like a satirical political commentary vessel, basically. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah, it says it was based on the Mayfair Exponential Game System or Megs. I'm not familiar with that one bit. James says it wasn't yeah. around very long. Yeah, it seems like it was as anything that's trying to do like social commentary type thing, it, does, it tends to have a very short shelf life if it's like super topical and not connecting topical to like universal. So nice. But there's only one very, very tiny image of the box or the like the cover art, and I <laughs> it's 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 like it's like a hundred pixels wide. I can't see what I'm looking at. <laughs> it's like the uh, graphics that Doug uses. <laughs> right. Nothing but high-end graphics for this show. Nothing but mm. high-end. High yeah, it sounds very much like a The Boys RPG. Yeah. Only, you know, 20 years ago. <laughs> Before <laughs> The Boys. Well, 30 I'm, I'm... years ago. Sorry, my math is oh, bad. 30 um, years ago. I just, I need to say one thing. Um, sure. Jupiter's Legacy came out on Netflix a while ago. In, in 2021, uh, you guys. It is. That's cool. Um, yeah, Jupiter's Legacy came out on Netflix a little while ago. I don't know if anybody really watched it. It was a Supers uh, take for, uh, based, based on a Frank Miller comic book. Uh, and just last week or a few days ago, they came out with um, Super Crooks is on Netflix now. It is an animated thing. Also based on Jupiter's Legacy. <laughs> I did not know that until I started watching. They actually referenced Jupiter's Legacy in the show. And I was like, wait, this is so I, I had to watch it. It's been pretty cool so far. Eventually, they were going to do like this whole Frank Miller like uh, multiverse, like or like uh, universe, Millerverse, like, yeah. Millerverse. Yeah, I guess that's what you want to call it. Where all these different shows, they would just do one season, and they would all kind of like, you know, connect together somehow. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I, I don't think I don't think Jupiter's Legacy. Oh, sorry, Mark Miller, not Frank Miller. My bad. Yeah, Mark Miller. I got my Millers crossed. Don't don't cross your Millers. Mm. Very different. Uh, so I, I love how I love how the uh, the chat is is fact checking, fact -checking. you. Yeah, and exactly. You yes. totally did it to, the, to, the, to the chat. One time, Doug. No, jeez. One time, jeez. So. Terrible. Yeah. Let us uh, let us know in the comments uh, if you uh, if there are any superhero or supers uh, RPGs board games. There was a lot of love games. in the comments for uh, villains and vigilantes. Lots and lots of love yeah. in the comments for that is what yeah. I've been seeing. Yeah, and uh, GURPS uh, was mentioned a couple of times too. The generic universal role playing system that was, I never really got a great deal of chance to play that because most of my friends saw it as like when they heard the word generic, they were like, "Ew, I don't know, I don't <laughs> know why." But nobody, none of my friends like to play it. Uh, Higgins eight hundred two asks, "What RPG oh. would you consider the Snyder cut?" Of superhero RPGs. Well, the Snyder Cut was an, was an impressive thirty hours of explosions and gra visual uh, superhero cinema that I know Ben totally loved. So I think we need to figure. I'm just going to sit here and drink my drink. I think I, I think we need to figure out the game system that uh, Ben would think is worth playing for so long and is so appealing 
What what would that be? What, what would that uh, uh, supers uh, game be? I feel like we're getting dragged into an argument that I in, we in are. super slow motion. <laughs> yeah, you, it, it, it it's just like a five a fifty hour you know session uh, of RPGs that you kind of just play in slow motion. Well, I remember um, back when the Snyder Cut came out, I actually mentioned that on the show when we were talking about it. There was like twenty some thirty some minutes of actual slow motion in that movie. It was ridiculous. Uh, Rory That's says Heroes, Un- Heroes Unlimited from Palladium was great character creation, very questionable gameplay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Unfortunate. Always been the problem with Palladium, especially because they they insist on using standard damage and mega damage, which is supers do mega damage, squishy people. <laughs> Champions like the Snyder Cut. I ain't got time for that. Vandy <gasps> Beast coming out swinging. Wow, <sighs> love it, love it. I, I I can't think of one that that uh, would be the Snyder Cut. I, like I didn't mind. It depends on whether or not you liked Snyder Cut. Like, <laughs> right? I didn't mind if you thought it. the Snyder Cut was a good movie, <laughs> it, it was definitely better than. I mean, I, we I think we did a whole episode on on the. We Snyder did, cut. and and you can go back and whether we it. wanted to or not, actually, right. because we just wouldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> it. I think it was an improvement over the original movie. It's still not a great movie, um, but. <laughs> Visually, it was fun. I don't think I want to sit and watch three and a half hours of of that movie. Oh again God, no! I PVR'd it, and I kept looking at it, and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And then I deleted it. <laughs> uh, Matthew McLeod says DC DC Heroes is totally the Snyder Cut. I mean, I like how Matt's picture is still the Twilight 2000 picture that he took when I asked or when I mentioned that I did not have my copy Aww. yet. Aww. He was all he was all putting it on phases like look what I have. <laughs> Is exalted Rory, considered... I would consider exalted I, I would... a super RPG. Yeah, yeah and sure. I would, and I, I personally did not like exalted. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I don't know no. if that was, I don't, I don't know if that was a system problem or if that was a my GM problem yeah. or what it was. I read I exalted. A, a really yeah, long too. exalted campaign just because all of my friends were in it and i was like i want to hang out with my friends and i guess everybody else is into this game but i'm really not and that was a very long exhausting campaign for me i just I, yeah it was yeah. really odd and it was like it's trying to like do superheroes but it's doing it under this weird like feudal fantasy anime filter and I yeah. I just don't I I just don't I don't I don't know I didn't they get it. They swung and, it was, and they missed. <laughs> and it was very counterintuitive. Like a lot of the the actual mechanics of it were very counterintuitive, and I was very confused by all the time. Even when we played it for months, and I'd be trying desperately to figure out what was going on, and I would just be like, "Oh, so this is how this works, right?" And then my GM's like, "No, you have that completely backwards." <laughs> no. <laughs> It's but not at all how it goes. It should be that way. <laughs> Let me just explain it to you now, Amanda. In great length. At great detail. Yeah, I don't know. I just never... It uh, That would be the one that I... The, the only one that I have personally played that I really did not like. I would call it a superhero game because that's definitely yeah. kind of what it's going for. And yeah, I, I just didn't like it. I've played Sorry. a lot of superhero RPGs that ended up not being good just because it boiled down to it was it was weird actually because it, we would have so many arguments about well not even arguments but so many side discussions would break out like you remember in this comic when so and so did that <laughs> that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to do now 
And it would become, you know, like, okay, so people trying to think of the panel of the comic that you were talking about. And then it was like, okay, so you're trying to do this. So you're trying, you're not trying to be your character. You're trying to be the X character, Mm. you know, and it's just a lot of my supers games ended up with that issue. That sounds annoying. But you see that a lot with like IP or like games though, in in general where, you know, especially the star Wars, everybody wants to be like the Luke Skywalker. They want to be the The Boba Fett, you know, they want to be the Boba Fett. They want to be the Han Solo. Um, and we all know my my opinion on Han Solo in the, in the Star Wars universe. I think I shared that in the chat earlier today. Um, but uh, uh, and we can talk about that in the post credit scene, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard once when when you're so tied to like an IP, it's hard to kind of break away and and not get yeah. like stuck See, in that same rut. As far that's as why like, I like the generic systems, like Tiny mm-hmm. Supers. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that, like Gallantverse. I just got my Gallantverse campaign guide. It's amazing. It's just nothing but detail on a, on a city. It's just, this is all the cool stuff that happens in the city or that you can use in the city. And it gets out of the way of the whole franchise ideal. And that's always been the problem with a lot of supers RPGs. Everybody wants to be the next Superman. They want to be Batman. They want to be Daredevil and Spider-Man. And people need, like, it's, it's almost... I almost want to say it's pathological. You know, everyone has their favorite superhero that they want to be. At Vadar. Okay, Cal. <laughs> but yeah, everybody wants to be their favorite superhero. And when they can't do that because they can't technically be their superhero because most RPGs you don't play as the mainline characters, people get all weird. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, at least in my experience, it always seems to happen like that. Rory asks, has anyone tried D6 Supers? I own it, but never played it. Um, D6, I, uh, that's one of those game systems that I don't think I would ever try. Again, like like Rory, it's, it's, you have it, but like you don't play. It's not like high on your priority list. I don't think I'd ever get it. To, like, I think that the, what I have available to me works good enough for a generic system like if i want like a super rules light system i'm gonna either go you know tiny d6 or uh you know maybe mass a little bit uh, and if i want to go you know more story than 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 stats if i want you know more crunch i'm probably gonna go with the mutants and mastermind so i yeah i don't know like it's one of those games where uh d6 supers just doesn't really I don't know. It's not really one of those things. I, I wouldn't mind a copy of it. I think I had a copy of it at one point, and then I, I think I gave it away. I've never actually had a chess play. Mm-mm, I haven't yeah. And, and, and Ironically, think- very few of my friends like to play Supers games. Everybody's fans of Marvel movies and DC movies and stuff like that in the comic books. So, like, so many comic book readers amongst my friends, none of them have any interest in playing that, and I think it's because at one point they did, and they had the same experience that I did. <laughs> <sighs> all right oh, don't fall asleep doug i'm 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 getting we're, we're i said this was probably going to be a, one of the shorter episodes we're actually all, and approaching we just kept, 90 minutes yeah we talking going. and talking um, which, which i think is good because if there's I, one I, thing i'm good at it's talking <laughs> I, because I, I think a lot of fantasy you know rpg fantasy seems to get a lot of love in the rpg industry so supers is one of those one of those you know genres that is really kind of tough tough to you know you really 
want to pick the right system for not only for your players, but also for what you want to accomplish in the ses- in the in your session. So, you know, I, I think it's it was a good it was a good topic to have, and hopefully, hopefully, this new Marvel RPG that's coming out later uh, in the beginning of next year will we'll, we'll kind of scratch the that itch a little bit more, and, and hopefully, it'll be a huge success. I know quite a few folks that are that are working on it, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, it'll be just another one of those systems that I'll have, uh, you know. At my disposal if i want to play a supers rpg nice so cool all right that's probably going to do it for this episode of the chaotic good cast episode 126 it's been crazy Uh, 126 uh thank you everyone for joining us in the chat we greatly appreciate it and uh, thank you of course to uh, amanda and to jason for for uh for being a part of this episode uh, hopefully Ben and Barney can uh, join us uh, next next week. Uh, ben conveniently forgot his laptop. Yeah, he forgot his laptop at the you know at home. I'm sure that's store. made his day very convenient. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Probably um, wildly <laughs> difficult, actually. <laughs> I believe next week is the last episode that we'll record before I head to uh, to Pax Unplugged. So if anybody is headed to Pax Unplugged uh, in Philadelphia uh, you know, next week, let me know. Uh, then we're sneaking up on Christmas pretty hard there. Yeah, very it's, quickly. It's, it's coming very, very, very quick. Very quickly. Um, so, I made the mistake of looking at the calendar today to try to figure out how far away it is, and it's not. It's not far. It's not far, you guys. It's no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> so, all right, that's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank everyone. It was chaotic, but it was so good. We will see you all next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victorycondition.gaming. have all sorts of Patreon perks, and it definitely helps support our show. Thank you so much. So I did the typical old man thing oh. the other day. Yeah. I sat on the couch and I had forgotten I put my glasses on the cushion seat. <gasps> Scrunch. And oh, no. I sat on my glasses and totally mm. just wrecked them. I thought you were going to do the Al Bundy thing and, you know, like be able to one hand down the pants and be like, Arr. no, no, no. no. <laughs> really, really I was wondering why you didn't have them on. Forgot my, it's no, I've got, I've got another pair of glasses on order. Uh, so that's why I don't. I haven't had them on the. the last... Did you get a Black Friday deal? No, no, I didn't even get a Black Friday deal. Just, or sorry, a Cyber Monday lens deal. I'm sure, somebody had one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you know, I can't believe that's I did that. That was convenient. super, doop, super doop, bent, doop. bent the whole. You know, the the. Got to get them titanium frames so they just yeah. stab you in the rear. Well, you know, this, this, See, booty, always... this booty is pretty, uh, pretty. It can, it can do some damage. So, you know, I think even titanium it might. My, I my always like reckon. stick my sunglasses in like the front pocket on my jacket and then forget they're in there. And mm. then I'm like lifting a child or like a sack oh, of chicken yeah. feet or something. Weesh. And then I go and like pull them out later and they're all like. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? I was I was hoping that I could fix these, but yeah, no, they were snapped. They were gone. So. Oh. <laughs>
That's unfortunate. They'll be they'll be back in time for Pax Unplugged though. And hopefully so you're not before... squinting at everyone. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Who are you? Oh, I see you now. Yeah. Is it cold in your house too, Doug? It's it's, it's it's I see you're also rocking three shirts tonight. Yeah, no, I, I uh, we got some snow here. Uh Jason, I don't know if you've noticed. I, I don't think I've I've shared pictures just because of the, the amount of disdain that I have for this time of year. And uh I don't like to encourage any any kind of it's, uh, it's in the song, Doug. It's the most wonderful time of year. No, it is not. It's the worst time of year. It's super cold. Um we've got it's snow. Cold here. It was literally twenty two degrees today. It was 22 Fahrenheit. Wow. It was 10 below, 10 degrees below freezing. Shocking. And it is the worst. Tell me more. How much snow do you have right now, Jason? About three feet. Do you really have three feet of snow? <laughs> yep. No, you do Jason not. lives in you the Arctic it. Circle. Wow. And we had freezing rain the other day. It got weirdly warm uh, a little bit. It was like just about oh, freezing. The and then it pissed down rain. And two of my doctors had accidents. <laughs> Oh no! One of them is from South Africa, and one of them is from England. And apparently, they don't drive in the snow in either yeah. of those countries. That reminds me of a terrible story I'll tell you after we're off air. So remind me later. But anyway, too saucy for air. But anyway, hate snow lives in Vermont. Yeah. Yep. Well, right. here's the thing. Well, like, he is trying to move in his defense. I didn't always hate yeah. snow. Like I, I so you had to, to shovel it. I used to, you know. Like yeah, exactly. You know, as that's you when most older, people stop loving snow. As you get older, you know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Let's just really hate it. The I, facts. It irritates me to no end when you say that you're older. Um, you know, cause you're not, <laughs> I, I have to shovel. I have to warm up my car. It's like every time Ooh, no. it snows and my kids are like, Oh boy, it snowed and being dirty. Yeah. They're like, Oh, we got to go shovel I have to scrape my windows to see out my car. I have to pay my oil bill so that I can oil. Yeah, so you do with oil, so I can survive. That's what we use to heat our houses in New England, Jason. Yeah. yeah. Is, did you yeah, know I that know. we have natural gas and stuff now? Uh, a lot of places, the older if you have an older house, then the furnace is still an oil burning furnace, and getting a natural gas burning furnace is a lot of money. Yeah. No. Heck. Yeah. Okay. You guys yeah. still churn your own butter too? Sometimes we do. We do. Yep. I do. I actually made a spinning uh, wheel Amanda out does. back. Yeah, Amanda. Yep. People shoveling coal into your basement. Oh, the, the nice oil truck comes and then they, yeah. they an oil truck. Oil. Yeah, they, they just fill up the oil tank. The, they pump the oil into your yeah into your tank. Okay, all right. And it okay. costs several Sorry. hundred dollars every time. So when, is, when is when is when does Scrooge come poking his head out his window? We have we have oil <laughs> tanks and we have cartons of milk, Jason. Not bags of milk like you do. Hey, up there. I have access to cartons here. I actually prefer the curtains, to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know about you, man. <laughs> no, this is like a, yeah, a lot of people don't have oil, Doug. This is a weird thing that we do. In is it really? Months. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, even some of my friends from like the Midwest, they're like, you burn what now? And they're like, we yeah. have natural gas. I'm like, you're, yeah, I know. But you're lighting no oil here. on fire to heat something. <laughs> because, that's like yes, that's middle ages doing. level. Because Gas, gas here is actually more. It usually costs more than than oil. Oh, funny question. What's what's gas per gallon for you guys right now? I. It's around three fifty in Maine. Yeah. Five sixteen. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's a, that's that's Canadian dollars. So that's like two dollars here. <laughs> still, even with the conversion, it's still more than ours. No. 
I, and I, I live in that. oil country. I doubt <laughs> yes, that. propane sort of does work, Walter, but not really up here. Propane turns into a liquid when it gets too cold, and we frequently get right. that cold. So, so the other thing that oh yeah, we actually have to frequently have if you if you live in a trailer, like my house is, then you have to burn either mixed fuel oil and kerosene or straight kerosene because it gets too cold and your it's heating too cold oil for, will turn to yeah. sludge. Yeah. yeah, turns to soup. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that that I used to I I used to ski downhill ski quite a bit when I was younger and and well, well, Hungry's on, on, Hungry on the west coast and it's four ten there. There you go. Okay. Yes. Uh, ours isn't ha it hasn't hit four four dollars yet, but it's it's creeping up that way. Although uh, oil prices went down the other day once they announced the new uh, COVID uh, variant is is on its way. So. Oh, that kind of sent, lockdowns again. That that sent the uh, the markets in a in a tailspin. Yeah. So. The markets um, just doing weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you know we'll see what 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 how that trends overall, but yeah. So. The reason why I don't like winter is because I used to, I used to enjoy it, but now I don't, and now I want to move someplace warm, where I don't have to worry about trying to survive. You should move up here because sometimes you, it gets so cold that it can't even snow. Are you gonna? <laughs> but we have gonna, we have that. Yeah, that happens sometimes up here. Are you gonna snowbird it, Doug? Just gonna Let's get yourself a, a little place in in Florida for the winter and come back up to Vermont. Don't go to summer. Florida. Oh, Don't be oh, Florida heck, man. Oh heck no! Because the property taxes here are stupid high, and I'll just move somewhere where I don't have to pay stupid high property taxes. So wait, wait. Where's the where's the state where we don't have any people? Wyoming. Go there. Gonna go live in Wyoming. Because then we have people there. Yeah. You can be there. No. You, can you can be, be the Wyoming, Wyoming people. I'll yes. be the Wyoming. I'll, I'll 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 move to Wyoming to expand our reach. Spread the for... gospel yes, of VCG. That's what you need to do. <laughs> we actually get downloads in all fifty states now. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <gasps> okay. We got so. Wyoming. Yeah, we we yeah. picked up Wyoming a while ago. We called Looking them over out. the world. We called them out about a year and a half ago, <laughs> and they responded in kind. Oh. So thank you, Wyoming. We we appreciate Wyoming, you. We love you. All of our Wyoming listeners, we love you. <laughs> thank you for for heeding our call and and picking us up and and mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> vandaby says wyoming winters would only marginally be better yeah. i have no idea yeah. i don't know a damn thing about wyoming i keep seeing I it in think, westerns i don't even think people who live in wyoming know that much about wyoming That's because there's only like half a million of them yeah and the state is enormous it's it mostly it's crazy nothing huge. <laughs> it's crazy huge but uh yeah Cows right. outnumber the people. That's Vermont. Oh, really? Moose, oh, you guys did cheese. Moose Wait, no, that's Wisconsin. Never mind. People in Maine. There's... What? No, I yes. doubt that. Our moose no, it's, it's a fact. Our it's moose science. population is not. I, been I don't very think it's a fact at all. Doug. It's a scientific fact, right, dude. You're that. a teacher part time for a living. You can't be just lying on the air. Oh, I now that I'm a teacher, I can lie and I can say it's fact. You can say it's fact. fact. Yeah, absolutely. <gasps> you can make homework watching the podcast. I, uh, I totally could. Currently, the the main moose herd is only estimated to be about sixty five thousand individual. Fake news. Moose, Fake news. What website are you getting many. that? What what website are you getting that off of? Uh, that one was off the Wall Street Journal, but I'm sure I yeah, can find no, it. On I don't the believe anything that that page. website says. <laughs> I'm sure I can find it on the Main Forestry Service website if you give me a minute. No. I only get my factuals. You my, say the my, word my moose fox, facts. I'm gonna punch you in the head. My 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 moose facts from 
moosefacts.com moosefacts.com yep and that's that's the the number one source for my uh for my moose and main resident statistics i don't know i don't know he has no idea what he's talking about <laughs> stop I, hiding my local news behind a paywall I hate oh it. that's i hate that's why whenever i google news now Every time, every every single place that I used to get my news from is always like, oh, please turn off your ad blocker or pay us $3.99 a month. No. I had, I had a really great gig where, angry. like last week I, I, I taught life science and they would bring the newspaper to me at the beginning of every class, which was great. Like I evidently, like that was, someone set that up where like the, the newspaper got delivered to me every day and then it just stopped. And I kind of want to be like, bro, where's my, bro, where's my, uh, where's my newspaper at? Like, I, I liked reading the police blogs and, and everything. You ever read the local police blogs in your local, like your local newspaper? Have you ever read those? No, no, I, no never been interested. Oh man. That's like some really funny stuff. Like for ours, ours is like, um, a squirrel was acting really strange on main street. So I called the cops. What? Oh yeah, this is like this is, this is like a whole bunch of random stuff. Like, yeah, the police blotter, two, just any stupid random yeah. thing people called the cops for. Two kids were yelling outside a window in an apartment from an, an apartment like, building. Sometimes so I called the cops and, and had them come. No, sometimes that's amusing, and sometimes it's just like, no, please go get a hobby that isn't calling the police on your neighbors for existing, <laughs> please. It it was great. It was great. So, someone drove through a puddle and splashed a person on the sidewalk. So I called the cops. Oh. Well, I okay. mean, if that's the extent of your weird news and stuff, I mean, that's not so bad. Yeah, no, I, I love, I, uh, like, eventually, you know, every once in a while I'll be like, oh, you know, so-and-so got stabbed. But, you know, that's not the, you know. That, that's, that's not, not what you're reading for. You don't read yeah, it for no. the stabbings. You read, you don't it, read, you read it. it for the squirrel. You read it for the for the weird things that people call the cops the weird, for, the weird and like it's amazing what people call the cops for. And I um, was actually my wife's that. mom used to have a police scanner, and she would listen to it all the time in her room. Yeah, I thought it was the weirdest thing. I had never Fun heard of that stuff. as a as a thing oh, to do before. A, we have a neighbor who listens to the police scanner, and then she'll text my mother in law when something interesting <laughs> something, is going on. A car <laughs> like, matching the description of your car was just involved in a drive by. <laughs> is it you? Are you okay? <laughs> Hungry says oh, we get oh, gang that's... shootings in malls around here. That's... Oh, yeah, okay. no, we don't. We don't get that. Uh, that's not uh, usually. Vermont is know, a sedate state, apparently. We're although we have, you know what? The funny, th like the weird thing is, like over the last like year, we ha there is a mall up north of us, and they have had mall shootings up there, which is weird because like for years that wasn't a thing, and now it's a thing. We've had two mall shootings up there. Hmm. It is One weird. Just a few months ago. Our little town locally is actually one of the most dangerous places in Canada to live. Yeah, because Jason Hunt lives there. And he's a bad mamma jamma. Uh, I mean, I am a bit of a problem sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Higgins says two incidents, one wasn't even in the mall. <laughs> they were reported at set, the mall, though. I'm going to set the record straight. One was in the mall because I know one of the store owners that... that, that it happened like right. I imagine him saying that like Gandalf in the in the Hobbit. 
It's like, if you're talking about the incident with the dragon, I was barely involved. <laughs> exactly. Uh, man. Yeah, no, so that's uh, that's all we got for, for this episode. I think it was enough. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. I'm Considering go we were going for short and now we're almost two hours. <laughs> now we're, we're almost an hour and 45 minutes. So thank you, everyone. If you've watched this far, thank you. We appreciate you. We do this uh, this show for you, and uh, we gr- greatly appreciate you joining us every week. Like I said, make sure to do all the, the YouTube jazz that you're supposed to do and follow and, and uh, like and all that stuff. It does help. You know, I don't, I don't know if folks uh, realize how much that does help, but it does. Higgins says mall shootings when Doug shops. Okay, Ben, you win. (laughs) On that note, we're going to call it a show. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Good night.